Hey, welcome back to the Infamous Podcast. This is Brian. And Daryl. And this is episode 373. Um, here, Daryl, let me cut my hand. It will heal you. <laughs> Too soon? Or why is it that every person in every show that tries to get blood from themselves cuts their palm like right? six inches just deep. like oh god like, like her hand is inoperable anyway we'll get we'll, we'll get we'll get yeah. to that i mean that was a thing they did in supernatural yeah, all, the all the time in there yeah. so it, oh miraculously healed the next week yeah so that's uh consistency for you so yeah so karina where were you on that you were the set um, continuity person. <laughs> anyway, um, yeah. So this week we have we're talking. We we have big Ted Lasso news. Um, and if you don't know it, what rock have you been under? Yeah, believe I believe. Um, we're gonna go through our favorite one, two, three, four, five, six Super Bowl Fifty Seven movie trailers. Um. Which now I'm looking at it, I've only not watched two of them. So I'm going to watch them and give my reaction live. And I will say Indiana Jones and the Douche of Destiny, or I'm sorry, the Douche of Density is one of them. Because I did not watch that trailer at all. I didn't even watch the game spot. Um, so we'll do it live? Yes. We're going to get my live reaction to Indiana Jones <laughs> and the Douche of Density. Um <laughs> And I, uh, yeah, so, and then we're going to talk about season five or season one, episode five of the last of us. Um, I got yelled at last night for my take on, on, on the last of us as a show. You got yelled at. Yeah. I was told that my taste in TV is really bad because I pointed out and we'll get deeper into this, that three of the five episodes have legitimately been mostly filler and have legitimately been focused around flashbacks for characters that they kill off in that same episode. Yeah. And again, we still have four episodes to go, but well, there's, it's looking more and more like you could yeah. have, they could have shaped at least two episodes off of well, it. They could have gotten rid of two and then Left Behind, which is the DLC, right? Mm -hmm. That's episode seven, so that's in two weeks from when we're re recording yeah. this. And um, that was the only one of the, actually, that was the only episode that Craig uh, Mazin does not have any writing credit to. It's Neil Cuckman, who, like I told you, looks like Zachary Levi's weird gay older brother. So. <laughs> that's, that's pretty funny. Anyway. All right. Let's hop into it. Let's, uh, let's get started, if you will. So. Ted Lasso uh, is going to be gracing our Apple TV accounts, Apple TV Plus accounts, on uh, on March fifteenth, March seventeenth. Sorry, it's no, March fifteenth, the premiere date. Yeah, yeah. Beware the Ides of March. Yeah, beware the yeah. Ides of March. Uh, which is weird because it's a it's it's not a Friday, um, but I'm here for it. What is that? A Thursday? Uh, Tuesday. Oh. No, or it's a Wednesday. When, oh, yeah, because March 14th, something else comes back. Yes. Swooperman and Willowis. Yeah. Um, or as we affectionately refer to it, Soups and Lolo, 
which is the thing. I've heard other people say it, and I started it. I just want to put that out there. Anyway. TM. TM. <laughs> uh, okay, so uh, Led Tasso will be coming back March 15th. It will have 12 weekly episodes starting that day, which puts the season finale on May 31st, um, which coincidentally is the last day of eligibility for Emmy consideration this year. Uh, so the announcement also came with a, uh, a teaser where everyone was making their version of the believe sign that Nate so callously ripped up at the end of season two. Um, honestly, I'm hoping Nate gets the, uh, the Greyhound treatment this well, season. You know what they say? Football is death. He, oh, he, the, uh, <laughs> Die a hero, or live long enough to become uh, to become the villain. Yeah, I mean, and he was kind of the villain all season, like the way he treated well, the yeah. players and spitting on himself. But what I'm saying, and just ugh, God, what I'm saying is like from the start, like how he's like you know, great Nate the Great in mm-hmm. the first season. Oh yeah, because we're like I said, we're rewatching it like three episodes in, and it's yeah. like, oh man, you like this guy? Hell yeah, you and love him. Into, uh, well, because Nick Mohammed is just so. God damn likable. And yeah. then like he makes that turn and it was it was really subtle. Like when you watched it the first time, it was like super subtle. And then all of a sudden it's like, what just happened, dude? <laughs> what is going on here? Um yes. but that being said, uh yeah, I'm super excited for it to finally come back. Um it, it's been it's been a long time coming for for uh ted lasso to regrace our screens i'm hoping there's a fourth season to be honest yes but i I think i'm prepared so i'm hoping for the best which is a fourth season like a fourth and final season right um because i think it'd be kind of silly for them to get promoted and then immediately win the premier league like i do want to see just a little bit more heartbreak um and then I want them to to win it all in, in season four. That would be awesome. Right? That that's how you go down yeah. go out. Yeah, I agree. Like you go out with uh Jamie like doing something heroic, like Roy Roy fucking Kent style. Um yeah. you know, and they're like, Jamie Tart, he's here, he's there, he's every fucking where Jamie Tart. <laughs> 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 like, how cool would that be? Yeah, I, I just know I'm so glad that we finally got a date for this. I know it's been a long time coming. I mean, it's been over a year that it's been off. So, anyway, it's very exciting. It's a very good show. If you have not seen it, uh, I highly recommend it. Reach out to Daryl; he'll give you his Apple TV password, um, and uh, you can check out all the greatness. Anyway, all right, let's move on to Super Bowl Fifty Seven movie trailers. Uh, there were a lot of them. Um, I did not put some of them on here, like the Scream 6 um, trailer, because I have not watched Scream 4 or 5. Same so, here. <laughs> what? I said same here. I haven't but either. I own both of them. <laughs> so, <laughs> <laughs> Okay. I, I still haven't watched Freaky. I still haven't watched Fat Man. I, there are a lot of movies I, I own that I, I haven't watched I haven't yet. watched Fat Man either. <laughs> I, I tell you what, though. Um, so on Valentine's Day, just quick aside, Apple had like, um, like, love 
movies, whatever, romantic comedies. And Grease 2 was one of them for the $5 movies. And I totally bought it. (laughs) (laughs) I haven't watched it yet, but I totally bought it. (laughs) Anyway. Uh, All right. So the first one we're going to talk about is, I think, for us... um, the probably the most controversial would be the flash. Um, one, cause this movie's been in process forever. Um, two, it's based off the DC shattering. Um, actually I'm going to say comic book industry shattering uh, flashpoint. And then it's got the very controversial Ezra Miller. Yes. Yes. So, and yes. Um, Ron Livingston is his dad. That was pretty interesting. Yeah. Yeah. I, so they just, oh, well, I guess because it was in the Snyderverse, they didn't, they took out, uh, man, Dr. Manhattan out of there. Yeah. I guess so. Um, yeah. Cause it was Billy Crudup and it was like, okay, but it's right. like also a multiverse thing that's happening. And, you know, he's got all the, all the different berries. Um, I don't know. So here's the thing. Everybody's like, oh, Michael Keaton, Michael Keaton, Michael Keaton. And I'm like, great. Like, <laughs> great. You know, um, I'm I'm very disappointed at the fact that they're doing the Man of Steel thing, which this was rumored that that Zod goes back in time and kills baby Cal. Um <laughs> And then we get Sasha Cullen or whatever her name is as uh, as Kara, and one they gave. There's nothing original about the character because they gave her John Kent's suit. Yeah, and her story was from. Well, I mean, I don't know if they've done it a couple times or not, but uh, what was it? Um, it was like uh, what's it? Red Red Sun. Yeah. Oh, yeah. No. Uh, no. There. I think they they are stealing the um the Superman Flashpoint and giving it to her, where he was okay. underground forever. Um, yeah. That's that's but, that's what I was saying. Like I, I didn't know if they did if they had done that before or not. Yeah. Um. But, so yeah. So so I I don't know. Um. I, I was telling you. I'm I'm oh, kind of yeah, not Red Sun. Yeah. That's my that. Like, yeah. It, that's what I was talking about. That one. Yeah. Oh, okay. Um, maybe it is Red Sun. I don't know. I, no, Red Sun was yeah. no. He was he was in Russia. Like speaking yeah. of Russia, right? Of your Russian accent. Hello. <laughs> <laughs> I think I did pretty well with it. So that actually wasn't um, too bad. Yeah, I've been working. Yeah. I've been working on it. So you know, when when we have to flee America, um, <laughs> but. Uh, you know, the fact that like Barry is like thirsting after her and stuff is kind of weird and creepy. Um, I don't know. I think, I think Ezra Miller is kind of a joke at this point. Um, but here's the other problem is James Gunn's like, oh no, I love Ezra Miller. Like Ezra Miller is not going anywhere. And it's like, why, why, why would you say that before your, your thing kicked off? Yeah. It's like keep that card just, close to your vest until maybe yeah. you have some success. But I'm going to stand by what I said last week or, or the other day or whenever we were talking about it. They can't get Batman, Superman, and Wonder Woman right in their own solo movies. Like that, they, they, they literally should have wiped the slate clean of everything and started with this. Um, 
or started with with a, a new Superman movie. But I will say, I was reading some idiot's comments saying that, oh, well, they kept Superman and Lois around because they're going to make Tyler Hoechlin Superman in the in the James Gunn universe. They wouldn't do that. They would never do that. One, like, as much as I love that, like, he is not a movie version of Superman. You well, know? this I, I, I will disagree in this regard. I, Brandon Ralph was, unfortunately for him, he was not given... He w- I think he would have been a, a very good Superman. Yes. Brandon Ralph, I would, they are both, like, when I say Brandon Ralph and Tyler Hoechlin, now Ralph has been in more stuff, like, movie-wise. Yeah, right. But from a present standpoint of Superman, they are both on the same, for me, both on the same level. Okay. I would say they wouldn't do that, and they should probably shouldn't, mm-hmm. is because, you again, you're talking about resetting this stuff. Yeah. As much as I... And this is where they're. This is the problem. You don't know. They're talking out of both sides of their mouth, right? Because they're oh, saying yeah. they're doing all of this, and then they're saying, "Oh, we love Ezra. Ezra's not going anywhere." Right. Nothing mentioned about Gal is. That's the problem with this. Is right. that right? Despite what he said, he it's out of both sides of their mouth. Right. So, so I was going to say why you would wouldn't want a Tyler Hawkland is because you want a clean break. Yeah. If you were going that route of a clean break, but but now you're going to keep Ezra, or are you going to keep it? I don't know what they're doing. And we were talking about this before mm-hmm. we started filming, or we started recording, is that the any type of cautious optimism that we had when this was first announced is pretty much gone. Yeah. It, you know, it's... It's basically where the MCU is now with me. I have zero zero interest. Oh, yeah. Zero. It's like show and prove. Yep. Like I watched Black Panther, Wakanda for never, as you like to say, mm-hmm. and it wasn't terrible. It wasn't great. Right. But I'm I, I, I waited till it was streaming. Now I probably will go see Ant Man, but I don't know. It's but with DC, it's the just, only way I'm going to see Ant Man if you say. It was great. We have to talk about it, or it was so bad that we have to talk about it. Honestly, I, based on what I'm seeing, I don't think it's going to be either for me. Yeah. It's just, and it, that might be worse though. Right? If it's just that's, like, I think that's the bigger problem. So, if it's just like meh, if it, not even meh, if it's just like, mm, I saw it. Here's the thing: is like you said, that you don't put a lot of like stake into to Rotten Tomatoes. Like Rotten Tomatoes is just an aggregator. You don't put a stake yeah. into the. <clears throat> To the uh, what's it called? Film critics, but like even the shill, the, like the Disney shill critics are like, this is not, this is not the way. Like you took your you you took you took your helmet off. You are no longer considered Mandalore. You know, <laughs> it's like, <laughs> like it, I mean, that's that's the biggest issue in, in my opinion. Yeah. But anyway, all right, no, let's. The, oh, yeah, sorry. So, yeah. So with the Flash, some of it, there's some good stuff in this trailer. Mm-hmm. Uh, I I just hope it's not going to be a CG mess because that's what it kind of looks like in certain parts. Yeah, I'm the only thing I'm really excited about to see is the whole Batman because you know you have Affleck, you have Michael Keaton. 
I saw a rumor that they said George Clooney was going to be in it as Batman again. Well, I, and it looks like it, Christian Bale's in it because he's on the Bat Cycle from the the Joker that movie. Was, so that's kind of weird. Yeah, but anyway, yeah, that's what I I was looking at that too. So yeah, yeah so. I I just I don't know. All right, yeah. let's talk family. You mean the uh, live action anime fast fastix franchise? Yes, fastix <laughs> is. Uh, had the trailer um we meet their mom which is rita moreno so they're like went all in on like them being puerto rican or cuban or whatever um hispanic of some kind um but anyway so i told you i watched this one um it's got jason momoa who's looking kind of chunky um Although I did like when he used the Winter Soldier's little hockey puck magnet bomb. Um, that was sweet. That was kind of sick. Boom. Um, but like this is like they're doing the same thing that they did before with um, with Jason Statham. Like they have now retconned Jason Momoa into Fast Five. Right. And yeah. So I, I don't know. I don't know. I mean, we'll see. Uh, it looks like there's a lot more racing in this one than we've had in the past, like couple movies. So that's kind of taking exciting. it back to its roots. Back to oh shit, Brie Larson's in it. I'm not. I'm out. <laughs> All right, let's move on to uh, Transformers Rise of the <laughs> So now, that, but, like I said, this. Yeah. I, I doubt I'm going to go to the movies to see this. Um, I think I, I don't know. will it's, just because since Fast know, 4, I've been to see them all. Um, also, I kind of want to watch Michelle Rodriguez and um, Charlize Theron fight on the big screen. You know? <laughs> so, I but, don't know. Uh, I, it's our, just, boy, again. our boy Alan Richman is in this. Richman Simon. Yeah. Um, so we'll see. I mean, I, it does so not look I will as say bad this. as what Fast Nine was. No, Fast. I will say this: watching the Blind Wave reaction. It's a channel, YouTube channel I follow. Yeah. One of the guys mm-hmm. said this. I he said he looks at these movies like he would an anime. Mm-hmm. Uh, like you know, all, and I thought about it like that, and I'm just saying, you know what? Screw it. Just, just. Just laugh at the stupidity oh, yeah. of the ridiculousness, and because there there was a point where I I just when the Rock took out a, a drone yeah. with an ambulance, oh, and yeah. was it the fifth one or the sixth one? I don't remember which one. Was I remember being at the theater seeing one. that? Wait, was that the sixth? And, yeah, that was the sixth one with Jason Statham. That was I, the first one with Jason Statham. Yeah, I was just like, come so, on, man. Yeah. So it it again it goes. I, I tell you just, where it really started to lose me was when Ludacris was all of a sudden went from being a wrench jockey to being oh to a tech genius to being a tech genius and a martial arts expert. <laughs> yes, but um, the fact that none of these people lose any fights, which I think it's in their contracts <laughs> that yeah. they're not allowed well, to it, lose. It, it, so when I laughed is when Vin Diesel. Yes, yeah. I know you're big and powerful, Vin Diesel, but you're not powering out of a Kimura with, with somebody oh, like yeah. the Rock. Right, right, right. You're just not. You're so, not. Um, so, but, but again, yeah, looking so, at it yeah. like that as anime, yeah. looking at it as a ridiculously fun time. Yeah, I, I could get on board because I've yeah. kind of switched how I'm thinking about these movies. So 
here's the thing is they're so stupid and dumb and I love them. So, you know, I'm just, but it's, it's the end of the road begins. So this is the beginning of the final trilogy. Yeah. Oh yes. The final. Yes. Okay. So we're going to get all the way to 12. Which wow. is very to start, and it started off with the with just one just street racing. It was this, the, the first Fast and Furious is <laughs> literally a closed ended movie. It just ends like it has a definitive ending, um, and then they gave us which which honestly, Too Fast, Too Furious is the legit beginning of the Fast and Furious universe, though. I haven't seen that since I I think since it came out because like we get we get a good chunk of the characters introduced there and then in um in tokyo drift we get a good chunk of the rest of the characters that we get until (laughs) fast four um and then by fast five everybody's in the movie and you know it's just like all right let's let's do it um (laughs) so anyway i don't know like i i I joke around that i I don't want to watch it but i'm i'm definitely gonna go see it in the theater um all right so the next one was um the beastables um <laughs> rise so of the, the rise of the beasts so th- there was some new stuff in here not a lot um i i will say i do like that they're keeping it in the bumblebee style um and in bumblebee kind of universe there because one the the cars in the robots all look so different from what they were like you know the from the the original Bayverse the Bayverse um, and two I'm just super excited to see Optimus Primal um, I know you were saying I think you were the one telling me you weren't really into the Beast Wars stuff yeah um, I I never watched the Beast Wars yeah the Beast Wars stuff is really cool um, the beauty is is you don't have to have seen any of it. Um, my other issue is, or my one issue is too many kids, too too many humans in mm-hmm. these movies. Like, like I get that was a big part of the cartoons, but I think we're okay if we don't have any of them um, in these movies. But they've essentially retconned the Bayverse movies out. Oh yeah, they so, have. They they um, absolutely did, and, and it's not jazz; it's mirage, like I thought it might be. Um, and that makes me sad. Well, I thought it was jazz because it's a Porsche. Yeah, but and so then, was Mirage. No, Mirage was a uh, in the original G one series. Mirage was an F one car. Oh, you're right. You're right. You're right. Yeah. yeah. So, but then when I saw him do the you know the multiplier, do the, uh, Mira- yeah. and then I was like, is that Mirage then? Yeah. Or did they give Jazz new powers? Maybe, but, but it's Mirage. I think they say Mirage but, uh, in yeah, the it is Mirage. You're right. Yeah, so. it is Mirage. Uh, so this is the thing. I'm when I first heard about this, I was like, I I had really no interest until I saw. Was it a couple months ago? They showed the first teaser trailer or whatever. Yeah, I was in then. Oh yeah, I, I was all in then. Yeah, because the Optimus Primal looks amazing. Uh, absolutely, he's absolutely. got the fur like, and everything he needs to have. And th- this is one of those instances where. Because, I, I mean, I didn't watch Beast Wars, but I knew all about the characters. Right. I knew what they were. And when I heard they were going to do them in this movie, I was like, "That I don't know if that's going to work. Yeah. That first trailer got me. I was like, okay, oh, yeah. yes, that's definitely going to work. 
that is definitely gonna work. Oh yeah, and the, I'm down the for other it. thing I like is like RC when she takes off, she does that little peace sign thing like I do. So like I just feel yeah. seen. <laughs> you can identify. I absolutely with can't. RC. All right. Um. Uh. Oh wait. Okay. So this is just the 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 douche of density. Um. Thirty second spot. Cause like that's the newest one that they have for for indie. So I've not watched this. So I'm 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 hitting play, and I'm gonna cry. <laughs> You're just, so a part of you is gonna die. It's a little like bit more it's a hundred. Like yeah. I mean, because I watched the first trailer and I was like, ugh. Like you had to CGI him on a horse. Um. His destiny. Ugh. Yeah. Yeah. She's rescuing him. Okay. Um so from what I understand this movie is just getting eviscerated in the um in the test screenings to the point where they've like changed the ending a couple times now. Um Yeah, this is this this is this is, uh this is not good. <laughs> you know what I wish they would do? I wish they would do uh pull a bat girl on this. Yeah, or a Batwoman. Or Disney's whatever. not going to do that. Disney's no, not, not. going to. Disney's not, not going to Batgirl this. They're not going to just do a write down. I mean, they've already put the trailers out. I mean, at least for Batgirl, all we saw was a still image of her in a really bad costume. Um, but yeah, so it's uh, it's really bad. Yeah, I zero interest. Indiana Jones series ended with the uh, Last Crusade for me. Yeah. Oh, yeah. Yeah, I agree. Because I never saw the Kingdom of the Crystal Ashtray or whatever it was. That um, was you know, I can count on one hand how many movies I came close to walking out of mm-hmm. in the theater. That's one of them. Yeah. Speaking of Disney destroying things that we love, Liam Neeson slams Disney Star Wars. Lucasfilms destroyed it. He'll never play Qui-Gon again. Yeah, I saw that. So, um, I'll definitely have to check that out when we're done. Uh, okay. So, Guardians 3, Volume 3, Trailer 2. Um, Groot looks awful. <laughs> I'm, I'm, I, he was like that in the Christmas special. Like, I do, I do not like. Yeah. I mean, it's definitely design. a guy in a suit. Um, yeah. They have made uh, Nebula completely androgynous from the neck down. Um, mm-hmm. So I guess she's going to be a trans icon now, maybe something. I don't know. So um, we'll see. I, I think, uh, I don't know. I mean, and again, it's out of Warlock thing. too late, too little, too late. Um, the stuff between Star Lord, between Chris Pratt and Zoe Saldana is great, but then the whole like Teletubby spacesuit thing, I don't get. You know, that's one just played for laughs. That's all that is. I guess. Um, and uh, Dave Bautista I mean, looks fat in this. Like, what is happening here? Yeah. Because he's not. Uh, so he's this like is a beast. No, he's. I know. Like, I just want to see knock in the woods. He's just or an animal, the cabin, if you will. Yeah. <laughs> so this is one of those movies that 
I am, again, it sounds like I'm talking about The Flash. I'm on the fence of, in the sense that yeah. I liked a lot of what we got in the trailer. A lot right. of it. Right. But this is the thing. I, I, I wasn't a huge, I didn't think it was a bad movie. I wasn't a huge fan of Guardians 2. No. The rewatch, I thought it was okay. Yeah. Then you have the, is, I know James Gunn, this is what, 10, 10 years mm-hmm. he's done three of these movies. Yeah. Is he going to just keep trying to top one up himself with the joke factor? Maybe. Or is he going to bring it back down to Guardian One levels? Um, I think everything he's trying come to naturally. Top. So he doesn't do anything naturally. That's the problem, right? That's like the, the th- first yeah. movie is like such the exception to the rule of of James Gunn as mm-hmm. a as an artist. Um, yeah, I don't know. I. I th- think i told you like they should have just left it at that first trailer like that first trailer told us absolutely nothing but it looked super freaking cool um by by bringing this back around and and showing us more of this it's like really like really 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 (laughs) so yeah yeah all right. Uh, all right. And then the last one, which uh, I'm actually excited for because this is coming up. Plus, I'm a sucker for the Rocky franchise. Creed 3. I think like, it looks pretty cool. Um, I feel like this is probably going to be the movie that people are like, Jonathan Majors. Heck yeah. Not necessarily as as Kang the Communist. Um, so... Yeah, I don't know. I, I really like the first two. I like how they're doing it kind of a little out of order. Like... Like what should have been Creed Four was Creed Two. Now Creed Three is Creed Three. Like this is his Clubber mm-hmm. Lang, um, but like it's a little bit of a different take because they're friends or they were friends. Um, yeah, I just I don't know. Um, Michael B. Jordan is directing this, so I'm really interested to see how he does. Um, that's part of it. I think I think the movies have gotten like I I liked two better than one. Um, even though I think one is amazing. Like I'm not like taking anything away from that one. I just think two was a more like fleshed out, like three dimensional, like all the characters were mm-hmm. three dimensional, especially Drago's kid. Um, and Drago was pretty three dimensional at that. So uh, I will say this, I have not seen Sylvester Stallone in a single one of these trailers. I don't, is he actually in it? I don't know. Supposed to be in it. I don't know. Um, but I will say the irony that Stephen A. Smith is in a movie talking about boxing when he had that video where he just kept doing dick punches <laughs> is is just not lost on me. I think it's really funny. Um, you know, so um, I, I will say they're they're doing a great job, like fetishizing like the traps and, and the lats on these black dudes in, in, in these like boxing MMA movies. Yeah. So. Okay, so I haven't, I haven't, I had never finished Rock uh, Creed two. Okay, I, I'll have you know that I did just purchase it the other day. Okay, like well, seven bucks or you something. can watch it. So oh, I'll be watching. Actually, I was about to say I might watch it this weekend. Uh, again, I've even I have not seen Ant Man at this time. I might have by the time this is published, I probably will have seen it. Yes. So, but I, I, I like I said, I've told you this multiple times. Mm-hmm. That I watched Jonathan Majors in um, Lovecraft Country, which was right. a movie I really wanted, a, a TV show I really wanted to like, and then it kind of went off the rails. Yeah. 
but he was amazing in that. Um, and that's everything I've heard about the quantum mania is the same thing. He's great in that. And I think he's going to be, I think you're right in this for the simple fact that it, there's no CG, there's yeah. no, yeah. you know, crazy costume he's going to be wearing. It's right or wrong that people are going to look at this more. Mm-hmm. I think they would give, they're going to give more credence to his performance in this than they would, than they would Ant-Man and the Wasp. Yeah. And I think a lot of people are going to see how good of an act. I haven't watched Devotion yet. I think that is on Paramount Plus or Peacock now. Oh, is it? Him with okay. him, yeah, with him and Glenn Powell. But I think this guy, based on what I've seen of him, he is going to be. He could become the next it. It you know as far as actors go. Yeah, he'll be the next it girl in Hollywood. So. So I'm looking forward to seeing what he does with this, as well as looking forward to seeing how good Creed Two is. Yeah. So Creed Two is great. All right. Um, all in like I liked, like you know, I mean, other than <clears throat> Indiana Jones and the Douche of Density, um, you know, I, I would. There's not one of these movies other than that one that I don't want to go see. So. Um, yeah, I don't really want to see the Flash. I'm gonna have to see the Flash. Um, and I'm going to go into the flash with zero expectations. Um, but that being said, uh, yeah. <laughs> yeah. I, and I think that's the right way. That's especially for a controversial movie like that, where it's been so many ups and downs. We don't no, Nobody really knows where the DC universe is going. Just kill, kill your expectations yeah. and just tabula rasa for that movie. <laughs> Thanks, As Willow. best you can. <laughs> I'm under your spell. I didn't say it twice. <laughs> I didn't say it thrice, though. That's, you have to do it thrice, and then it, the spell goes. Yeah. <laughs> um, but anyway, so yeah, I, like, you know, one, I think all, like, all of them, even Dusha Density, was, were well-produced trailers, though. Yeah, yes. But yeah, that's I. I'm still I'm still waiting for the true trailer for my most anticipated movie of this year. What's that? Dead Reckoning Part One. I don't know what that is. Oh, is that Dead Space? Mission Impossible. Oh, that's right. I forgot. That's not till Ju- what July? That's late July though. Yeah. That when that comes out. Yeah, I'm excited for that. All right. Uh, let's move on to the last topic of the day of the show, the episode. Wow. We went through these. I I thought we were going to take way longer to get through all this. Um, the last of us. So, uh, I like kind of just getting it out of the way. So out of fives, five, why you got to do Perry like that's, (laughs) um, I gave it a two, 2.5 out of five and I'll explain the reason after you give your reason, because I don't want to sway you okay. one way or the other. All right, so I got a 2.5 out of 5 as well. What I really liked about this episode was you got more Joel and Ellie. You're seeing their bond. I like the camaraderie between the Joel and Ellie and then the Henry and Sam. What I did not like at all, and, and I mentioned this last week when mm-hmm. we were talking, the whole the entire storyline with the freed zone or the freed QZ mm-hmm. with, was it Kathleen? Yes. And I said last week, I said, maybe they can redeem 
her as a character and i don't mean make her uh make it that you feel for her but i mean uh, sympathetic but uh, making her more of a powerful character instead you get flashbacks that are unnecessary that mm-hmm. drag and don't provide anything it provides absolutely anything that's um uh, important to what we're getting going forward yep and this is and, and you'll I'll let you talk what you know what you're going to say but this is not for a nine episode season and this is what the third time they've done something like this where it's absolutely immaterial to the Joel Ellie storyline mm-hmm. and they keep throwing this stuff in here it, I can't help but help as much as I like the you know the back and forth between the four characters as much as i like the end which was great with mm-hmm. all with just the bloater and all these yep. you know, all the infected coming out that was amazing and we've talked about how good it this this looks that decision right there i can't help but knock continually knock it for doing this right it, it's they have to do so they well i mean everything's shot so and to say, I hope that they don't do this anymore. We know another right. one's going to come. So, two point five. Okay. So, um, for me, the two point five. One, one. I think this is one of the more beautiful episodes they shot. Um, yes. Yeah, really so, good. but like you said, like so much of this series so far has been filler, because what they've done three times now is they've shown us a character, they've tried to make us care about that character or characters. Um, I will argue the only one they've been successful with was Sarah. Um, And killed them in the same episode. Yeah. All right? So they kill the character in the same episode that they introduced them. Three times now. Three out of five. Um, in, in, In between... The beginning of the episode, which I think that all of the episodes have had relatively strong openings um, because they've been ending on pretty decent cliffhangers and picking right up. Um, I am of the opinion the best way to enjoy this show is to watch the first five to eight minutes of the show, skip to the end, watch the last 15 minutes of the show, and then next the next week just watch the recap and then same process. It's, 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 it's so repetitive in, in the fact that the fact that the guy, you know, Zach Levi's gay older brother was so heavily involved with the game and he's, he's doing this, um, you know, it's like, what is, what, what, why? Like, dude. Like to quote your boy D Day Cobra, fuck Naughty Dog. <laughs> just, I, I, you know, I'm, I'm. Uh, all right, Kathleen. So Kathleen's character is the biggest freaking hypocrite of the entire show. Um, so she wants to kill Henry because Henry turned her brother in, right? Right. So she's super sad about that. You would think, okay. I want to go and I want to kill all these Fedra people who killed my brother. I get that bit of motivation, but also, and maybe I hate saying this. Maybe it's because she's a woman. She didn't go the Batman route where it's like, I don't want to see any more families split up. 
Mm -hmm. Because then when she finally catches up with Henry and Sam, she's like, well, you should have just let your brother die. If that was the attitude she had, and I don't know if she verbalized that to like the rest of the people in Kansas City, I can't imagine anyone would follow her. No. And, and, um, and that's where I was trying to reserve judgment. Yeah. And to see if we got more in this episode that made me think that would have changed my mind and said, okay, I can see why they follow her. No, this yeah. actually doubled down on yeah. made me double down on the fact that there's in, in that situation, in most situations, mm-hmm. or particularly in that type of situation, there is no one that would have followed her. Right. None. No one. None. Like no they would have been following Perry. The fact that Perry was yeah. her little lapdog was like just like, okay, one, you don't like is Neil Druckmann not straight? I have no idea. Like, I don't think either of these guys are because I don't think that their, their interactions with men and women are very weird. Um, like, I don't think they understand how that happens. Like the, the Joel and Tess thing was just off, you know, like you wanted, they wanted us to believe that Tess loved him, but like Mm -hmm. there was nothing that she ever did or said or showed him that we got to see. That that was the case. Um, whereas, you know, like, it's like, are you trying, are you going to try and like ship Ellie and Joel for like a minute there? Like, cause you guys are kind of gross. Um, but uh, so this is the thing about uh, the yeah. last of us, right. the, the initial, the first game. Yeah. It has Neil Druckmann as the writer, but, and he was partially director. Everything that I've read about this, Bruce Straley, yeah, he, he's he's credited as one of the other directors, was the main guy right. behind the first game. So this is kind of like the a, that Neil didn't do some stuff, a Rob Liefeld and do some Fabian Nizitzi yeah. like Deadpool thing, you know? Yeah, and um, I would. And I could see that, especially after seeing what they do in the second game. Yeah. So, uh, and not understanding, and we're talking about, and just focusing on that, what you just said about they don't understand. Right. And not understanding, well, one, they don't understand their audience and why they're, why the first, they, I don't think they, he understood why the first game was such a success. Because if you did, you wouldn't do what you did in the second game. And that's all I'll leave it at that. Yeah. And and it wasn't just one mistake they made in the second game. Let's there's several things they they did that were just trying to push the envelope, but it just you you just crashed and burned. Right. And right. then, and I'm seeing some of that here in the sense of these relationships and and the the things these characters. Some of them. Now I really like the Joel and Ellie relationship. I think they really have that for the most part, nailed down. That's, yeah. that is one thing I'm not going to take away from now, the show. In, and I think it's doing a fantastic job. Un, unfortunately, just, and I hate saying this because I do agree with you, but I'm, I'm, I hate what I'm about to say. Mm-hmm. <sighs> Pablo is doing a very good job. <laughs> he really is. Yeah. Like he's, he's, yeah. he's really, really good in this show. Um, I mean, I like I loved him in um, in Game of Thrones, obviously, and uh, yeah, 
the what was it? Um, he he was in a USA show that I liked him into. Um, what was it called? It was on. Do you, do you remember the one I'm talking about? It was uh, had the guy that played Franco on. Uh, Anyway, oh Graceland, the show on Grace, the Graceland, where it was all the different. Like, oh yeah, I forget agents. he was yeah. in that. Yeah, he was in the beginning. Of that. Plus, yeah. he was a vampire yeah. that Buffy killed. In uh, Buffy I was about to say he was in Buffy too, and yeah. he was in Lights Out. Um, but yeah, it's like God damn it. <laughs> so, because I, I also I really liked him in the massive, uh, the unbearable weight of a massive talent, um, which I still want to see now that you said that. Yeah. Right. Anyway. Um, Dude, I, oh, I forgot. I I really liked him uh, in Kingsman: The Golden Circle with the cowboy hat. Yeah, I he was, he was, the, the, my my problem with that movie was not him. So we'll just, oh no, we'll just no, I had I had that, but, I had problem. He was um, good in Narcos too. He was really good in Narcos. I didn't watch Narcos. Um, yeah, that I heard was it's good. Good, good show. Uh, Narcos yeah. is definitely like right up my alley. Um, so. The problem with Kathleen and so someone like Perry who is seems to be very tactical military guy. He doesn't seem like he's LARPing out there. Right. Um, when, when they saw the floor move and she's like, we have to find Henry. There's no way someone like that is like, Oh yeah, let's just not tell anybody about this. Let's keep going. Like, why not just turn around and be like, okay, we need to send a team in here to wipe these things out. Like whatever's down there. We do not know. Mm -hmm. Um, the fact that like the people who were driving like the wedge truck and and they're like they're shooting at us and she's like that's why you're in front of us and then they sped up it's like okay you're a bad leader <laughs> yeah so yeah um i i will say though like her, the way she died was pretty ironic because she was trying to get a kill kid a, a kid killed words are hard how dare you and then uh she she got she got got by a child clicker. Yeah. That that was very was, po poetic was justice. Poetic and in, in, in fitting. Um the bloater, like you said, looked amazing. Um and the way it like absorbed the bullets and everything was really cool. Um I kinda look at it, I'm like, what does that thing smell like, I wonder? Oh. Right? Bad. Like, it's gotta smell horrible. <laughs> yeah so like so off-putting that you're gonna die because you're gonna be like <laughs> so just throwing up like constantly eyes watering yeah like you're in east palestine ohio right now um too soon much too soon. <laughs> much too soon hey pete buttigieg get down there like do something douchebag um <laughs> Anyway, God, that motherfucker. Anyway, um, okay, so I knew one of like so. I this is this is beyond where I was in the game. Um, so Sam and Henry are in the game. Yes. And does Sam get bitten in the game? Yes. Okay. So I assumed one of them was going to get bitten. I did not think they would actually have the stones to have the black deaf kid get bitten and 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 die um fyi in the game he's not deaf 
Yeah. So after uh, we'll, we'll we'll get to that in a second. Um, I I liked the I liked how he trusted Ellie enough to show him, and Ellie is still too immature to understand the danger of not telling Joel or Henry what was happening. Right. And then, um, like that video, did I send you the video of the girl who like opened the door for some guy to come into her apartment complex gym and then he attacks her and she was lucky to fight him off. But like Ellie doesn't have the situational awareness necessary to know that that's not a good thing because he very easily could have turned and killed her in his sleep, in her sleep. Yeah. You know, just tore her to bits. Um, Yeah. But. It was sweet that she was like, well, my blood can heal you. Yeah, but it's got to go through a pretty rigorous, like, process before. Yeah. And, like, you don't know how much of that blood he needs. You just, you you cut your hand, like, you know, relatively shallow and, and stuck it on his, his cut for, like, a second. Yeah. Like, if it was just a drop of blood that you needed, um. Girl, you'd be just strung up in hospital bed. You'd be like that that lady from the one X Files episode that they never played again because it was so creepy. Oh my gosh! Right? They'd be like, "Oh yeah, look, we have to. We just have a cure here. Let's just keep it going." Um, she doesn't need arms and legs. She just needs to be fed. We can do that through a tube. We could keep her in a coma. Um, then we then you don't have to worry about your cure running away. <laughs> Uh, I knew immediately Henry was going to kill himself. I don't know if that happened in the game. It does. Okay. Yeah. So, um, it was just kind of like predictable. Um, I was, I was looking forward to, because the, the guy that played Henry, uh, I felt like he, he and he and Puffy had a, a pretty decent, uh, rapport. And yeah. it would have been really interesting to see. So Lamar Johnson was the character. Um, oh. Okay. Um, so anyway, so yeah, so he, uh, I don't know. He was just really good. I liked their rapport and, yeah. and, and everything. And I think that, uh, I think it would have been nice to maybe see him for a little bit longer. Yeah, I especially because dude I doesn't it. have a ton of credits. Like, I think it would have been like yeah. you know he's done a total of thirteen thirteen episodes of like regular TV, and then he was on some show called The Next Step, which is a Canadian teen drama series created by Frank Van Keenan. The series follows the members of a troupe from the titular dance studio. So, yeah. Um, like, it would have been nice to see him, like, do, like, get more of a chance to, like, be really good like he was in the episode. Yeah, like I said, I, I really liked all of the the relationships and the the conversations and just the rapport mm-hmm. that the, the the you know the, the, that quartet had with each other yeah. and you know watching Ellie and Sam and you know just everything about that aspect of the episode mm-hmm. for me was very well done yeah it's just again some of the other stuff took away from it 
And what are your thoughts when I told you that uh, the the kid Sam they changed him to being deaf? Or well, no, I didn't tell you. No, you probably saw it on I, the uh, I watched after the, show. I but. like watching the end of the episode documentary because that's I where I really you, like, like that one. I like watching it in all the shows. I wish every show did that. Um, I I do too. Yeah, they legitimately said they did it for identity politics reasons. They're like, yeah, because Craig Manson was like, what can we do to make this more? politically charged than what we're already trying to do. Like, yeah. honestly, the only way they could have done it is if they would have changed Sam to be Sam as a girl. And that was where Ellie's blossoming lesbianism happened. Yeah. From a deaf girl who got bit, who she tried to save, whose brother then killed himself. See, this is where, uh, I would have been okay if they would have done that. If the kid, like, I don't know his name, who I thought was fine. I thought he was good. Yeah, he was really uh, deaf in there. person, too. So, yeah, you know, there was if, that. If he was like, you know what? If he's like, I want to audition for this. Well, it doesn't say you, I, I want to audition for this. I don't care. And they saw him and they were like, in that audition, they changed their minds because of him. Yeah. I would, you know what? I would, I would, I would applaud that. Mm -hmm. That's not what happened. And again, like I said, I thought he did a fine job. I thought he did a good job as Sam. Yeah. And, you know, just the relationship with Henry, every, all of that stuff was good. I'm going back to the whole Manzen and Neil where they decide, well, Manzen was actually the one that said that he did it. He was like, mm -hmm. and he, he, Neil was like, oh, I'm so jealous. I didn't I'm think so, of that. I'm so jealous. I didn't think of that. Oh, you know, that I he sounded like when he so, said that. I so would have just wanted to make that happen. Just so he would just, there would be so much more sadness there. And yeah, I just, I would have made him younger too. He wouldn't have been 13 in the game. He would have been like four. <laughs> anyway, you would have had no legs. <laughs> He Sam would have carried him on a backpack like C-3PO and Chewbacca. Sam, Sam would have dragged him around with little wheels for legs like dogs when they <laughs> lose their back legs or lose access to their back legs. And he would have just petted him behind the ear constantly. Maybe we should just give him a deaf golden retriever. I don't know. <laughs> yeah, that again, that's one of those things that annoys me. Yeah. <sighs> And it's not the execution of it. That's because I thought the, the execution. Because outside of like, yes, outside of all of this, the execution is fine. Yeah. <sighs> yes. So I equate this show to every restaurant in America right now. There's just two or three too many things going on with any given dish. Mm-hmm. Keep it simple. Yeah. And yeah. what we were talking yeah. about with the filler stuff. Yeah. Oh, well, these I mean, five that's part episodes, of keeping it simple, too. Is like, yeah. These five yeah. episodes could have been cut down to, to three or maybe two mm -hmm. extra long episodes. Yeah. And it would have been fine. You would have, you would have missed nothing. I, Story beats would have been the same. I, they could have done a DLC to learn about Frank and Bill's love story. Which I still think that's a really good idea so like right. i literally I, got yelled at yesterday for saying that like yes most of the series has been filler so far but then when i brought it, that up though the person i was talking to who worked on x-men he was like oh mm -hmm. that's fucking a great idea i don't know why they don't do that yeah like because they're not that, that bright i guess yeah and again i'm one of those that i get tired of having all this dlc crap in games 
Yeah. Because it happens so much. Yeah. And they hold that content purposefully mm-hmm. to get money. Well, yeah. What you when you told me this a couple weeks ago, I was like, dude, that's actually a really good idea. I know. That's I'm actually a, a really. I'm a good very idea. smart man. So. So. I don't even need your validation because I know it. Anyway. <laughs> um. Well, you. You need the leash sometimes. Well, yeah, I mean, like, do you really want me to just go, like, I mean. <laughs> go like, ham. Like, that That would be bad for the world. So, I <laughs> uh, would, yeah, I mean, like, you know, I mean, I'm not going to, like, just go and take over the world yet. Pinky in the brain, 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 brain. Yes. Um... <laughs> Pinky in the brain. Oh, gee, Brian, what are we doing tonight? Same thing we do every <laughs> night, Pinky. We're going to take over the world. <laughs> anyway, um, but yeah, I, it's just disappointing because I do li- I like the show, and I just I want it to be great, and it's not. It's just good. Yes. And 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 I I've seen these people online like oh, this is a masterpiece. It's a masterpiece. It's just this is okay. the greatest show ever. It's like no, it's not. This could be the first show you've ever watched in your entire life. You could be a little baby who just turned three and developed the cognition cognition to remember things, right? And this could be the first th- show you watch, and you're like, this is just a good show. I'm sure there's something better out there. Yeah. So there are a few terms just in general that I'm so tired of hearing. One is great. This is great. And when I mean, usually in sports, it's like, that's not a great play. That's actually just a good play. Masterpiece, masterclass, chef's kiss. It's not even close. Subverting expectations slash reimagining. Those Mm -hmm. terms can burn in hell for all I care. We have Ronald D. Moore to blame for that. He did too good of a job with BSG. Oh man, that show was so good. Yeah, yeah. And I, and I, initially shunned it because of the whole oh your reboot. This was before reboots were reboots, and I'm like, yeah, you're just rebooting another show. Stop it. I don't want to see that. Right. So, and, and they didn't just reboot like, the show though. I mean, they, no, they did. They did the show. Like they did it justice. Yeah. They're like, hey, well, like, it, it, that yeah, this that is, was a reimagining. Yes, that worked on. All so many levels. Yeah, yeah, it did. So, and that, like that was the thing where they changed. So here, okay, I'm gonna get on a diversity soapbox real quick. They act like diversity never happened in in the history of television or entertainment, right? Yes. And like because Correct. before 2015, nothing existed to to most of these people because they're just not that bright. Um. We grew up in a time where it was super diverse on television and you didn't identify with people because of the most superficial thing about you, how you look. You identify with characters. Like I have identified with Alfonso Ribeiro my entire life because on Silver Spring, Silver Spoons, he was dyslexic Mm -hmm. because I am dyslexic and there was someone like me. Can I dance like him? Absolutely not. Can I do a good facsimile of the Carlton? Sure. But like I, I, have, I have followed his career 
And like I identified with him on silver spoons, identified with him as the fish out of water who was too smart for his own good. Um, and maybe a little naive, uh, on fresh Prince. And yeah, like I love when he shows up on stuff. Like he it just makes me happy to see him. Um, you know, I think I, I don't know anyone who didn't identify a little bit of themselves in Buffy Summers. Yeah. And going back to what we were just talking about, BSG. Starbuck was, I mean, for those who did not watch the 80s uh, Battlestar Galactica show, Starbuck was not female in that show. Right. And they made her, and, and, you know, I know she was in other stuff, but Mm -hmm. Katie Sackhoff, that's where... You know, she came to the that got into the uh, lexicon of genre entertainment because mm-hmm. of that role, right? And she kicked ass in that role. Yeah, she did. So it, it's just I don't know. I like all these people. They're just trying too hard, and they're forgetting what they're here to do. They're here to tell good stories. They're here to they're here to make the modern mythology that should live on beyond them. Right. Yes. Plain yep. and simple. And if that's not what you're here to do, you're in the wrong field. If, if, if you're all you want to do is push agenda and, and things like that, there there's this new role at most every corporation in America. It's the grifteriest thing ever. It's the diversity, inclusion, and equity role. And you can go and do that and you can make everybody's life miserable at an even greater level than you already do now because you don't actually understand true diversity and you don't understand true inclusion. And you're a communist if you're pushing for equity. Plain and simple. So like I made a joke a little bit ago, we're dealing like Ohio where our home state where I still live is Mm -hmm. dealing with a major climate crisis right now where are the climate people where are they the federal government is like oh yeah no you're on your own like you know you you don't have to do this great we should not pay the the state of ohio should tell their tell everybody who works in ohio you, you do not have to pay federal income tax anymore because obviously they don't like and this is all because there's a person in charge who got the role because of diversity and he's out there constantly being racist. (laughs) So how about with our TV shows and our movies, we get back to just entertaining because real life is bad enough. Why we go to movies, why we read books, why we go to watch TV shows is to for that short amount of time to get lost in something mm-hmm. that we of our own choosing right. decide to get lost into. Because again, you have to live in the real world. Mm-hmm. But I don't have to live in it twenty four seven. I don't want to live in it twenty four seven. No. Even when I even when everything is going gangbusters for me in the real in in the real world, I don't want to still be in that twenty four seven. I want to get lost in other stories. And again, the power of stories, look at through civilization, 
that's all we want. And right. again, as far as movie, and yes, you can have um, which you can have messages in your stories, but this is the thing. This is the important thing about telling good stories. Right. The message should come naturally. The message should not be a rubber stamp or a hit you in the head with a rubber mallet type of message. Right. Right. It should be one that's interwoven. And once you look at the characters and their situation, you go, okay. And it's not about agreeing or disagreeing. It's, it's about saying, okay, I get this character. Yeah. I get what's going on. Yeah. Oh, that's what they're trying to say. Mm -hmm. Or, and again, I, I like one that one of the reasons I like endings that especially TV shows that are ambiguous endings mm -hmm. where you, it's not a bow wrapped up. It's because I want to interpret myself where we go from here yeah i like to imagine like and, what the other characters were doing like like again i'm right. gonna go back to sons just because it's the most recent show i watched all the way through right like Jax dies but he left an entire family of brothers behind to carry on and i like yeah. thinking about like what they did you know how 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 chibs and and and, and tig kept them out of guns right how right. how they kept the club going how his boys grew up to be the the pilots of gypsy danger in pacific rim you know it's <laughs> think about it that'd have been great anyway um yeah anyway all right so we got way too serious here at the end um <laughs> rain it back into the nonsense um but yeah like this show should be great to get back to the main point this show should be something that is that is a, a cultural touch point for how good and how much of appointment viewing it is that you don't want to miss it on Sunday night. Mm -hmm. And it's just not. No. It's good. It, it will stand the test of a first season. Um, unfortunately, it's built on a flawed foundation moving beyond that. 100 percent. so all right let's just end it there cool yeah just let's just end it just end it I'm trying to think of where that come came from i don't know where but i tell you what the next time i see you it'll be coming faster when raylan threw the bullet at window oh yeah on the ground <laughs> The next, the next time Dude, I see I forgot you, about, it's, yeah. it's my favorite. Like, yeah, that's why it's one of my top two favorite shows of all time. <laughs> so, anyway, all right, cool. Well, thank you all for listening. Thank you for um, indulging in our soapbox, my soapbox. Um, yeah. Do you any last words? Believe, believe. I love it. All right, we'll talk to y'all next it. week. Yeah. See you. Bye. DFS podcast is recorded in Kings Mills, Ohio, just north of Cincinnati. You can find new episodes every Sunday on Apple Podcast, YouTube, Spotify, Google Podcast, our website, or anywhere podcasts are downloaded. This show is hosted by Daryl Jasper and me, Brian Tudor. To find more information about the show, visit us at infamouspodcast.com and follow us on Facebook and Instagram at infamouspodcast to keep up with the show. 
We also have a Patreon page, patreon.com slash infamous podcast. We have some great rewards for our patrons and are looking for help to grow the show to bring you more of the content you want to hear. Music for this podcast is provided by Michael Henry from meetmichaelhenry.com. So whenever you're listening to us, have a great day, night, evening, weekend, whenever it is. And we'll see you next time. Thanks for listening.